Conservation Commission for December 14, 2022. Uh, no Bob tonight. Just want to make that announcement ahead of time. In case you're out wondering where he is. No Jerry. No Jerry. No Jerry. In case you're wondering where he is. Nobody knows. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. I'll let you speak when called the All right, so first thing we need to do is vote on the minutes from the meeting of uh, November 9th. I'm sure all of you had an opportunity to peruse, review. Any comments, questions? All right, fantastic. Should the vice chairman make motions? I tonight? think that, uh, well, Mr. Degnan's kind of. I can make a motion. I follow, but I don't want to steal your thunder. Who wants to make a motion? Let's go. I'll, I'll make a motion uh, that we approve as written the meetings from the November 9th, 2022 Conservation Commission meeting. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. You have to abstain. I did. Okay. See? Note that? All right, good. All right, first up is a wetland uh, abbreviated notice of resource area delineation for 530 Turnpike Street, Michael Cosgren slash Oliver Street Capital, parcel ID 91-1, 91-16, and 77-18, DP file 124-1322 uh, for the delineation of the wetland resource areas. Good evening. Good evening. For the record, your name is? Uh, I assume it's our turn to go. We're with this project. So yeah. uh, my name is Larry Beals. I'm with Beals Associates. Uh -huh. uh, Brian Sutherland is um, to my left. And uh, Mike Coskern, who is with the Oliver Street Capital, who is the uh, owner and developer of the property. Okay. So what we, we have filed an ANRAD. Uh, to delineate the wetland boundaries. We're currently working on a design uh, for the property, but we wanted to be absolutely certain where the wetlands were before we advanced the design too much. So what we'd like to do is give you an overview of the project, show you what we found in the field, what we produced and what we filed. Um, your agent has been out there, has field checked the boundary that we mapped and provided a number of comments. And so we're currently in address, we're addressing those comments. So our assumption is we'd like to give you an overview and we'll probably ask that you continue the hearing so that we can revise the plans okay. and, and submit them to her. Okay. Um, is this uh, the right location so that everybody can sure. see it? Okay. So this is um, uh, uh, north is to the top of the plan. The site that we're talking about tonight is what's outlined in yellow here. Uh, this is Turnpike, and there, and, and we do have bigger plans. So I'm just trying to put it yeah. into context right now. And uh, Arboretum Way comes in here. There's some housing to the east of the property, and Oliver Street Capital owns uh, this building right here, and they're purchasing the adjacent land on the uh, north side of the building that they own. Uh, you can see there there is a fairly large wetland system. Um, to the south of the property. It, it restricts as it goes through some culverts and then uh, enlarges in this location, then it flows into a much larger wetland area. So, um, if 
gone up in scale and we rotated it a bit so north is now uh, to plan left. And uh, this is the existing building that I mentioned that Oliver Street Capital uh, currently owns. Wetland area over here to the south. The flow is in this direction, so it's flowing from south to north. And there, there is some significance to these colors in that um, this is the uh, wetland area, and, and this is the boundary that we mapped and that uh, Reagan has reviewed recently. Um, and that there is also, uh, it's an interesting system because this is a large wetland area, uh, and then it, it comes down to a restriction here where there's actually some velocity, a well-defined channel, and then it enlarges again. And I, I think that's what we really need to define is where does that river begin, where does it end, and where does it uh, transition from a riverine system to a, uh, a wetland system again. So um, we've, we've expressed our opinion. Uh, she's provided some additional information that we need to consider. So that's what we need the time to work on between now and the next meeting. Uh, I will say it's a, it's a difficult site to get around. I, I, I don't know if you've had any problems out there, but there's a lot of rock, there's a lot of topo, and um, uh, the eventual development area is this area. It pitches down, and uh, this is a boulder-strewn uh, boundary, and, and as you navigate your way along that boundary, <coughs> we were auguring to collect soil samples actually between some of the boulders. And, and so this line is, is established uh, based on uh, vegetation and soils. Um, th there's really no hydrology up here. So you, you, you try to get a feel for hydrology plants and soils, um, but, but we really relied on, on soils and vegetation. And even the vegetation is somewhat uh, facultative. Uh, and there are species that are hard to delineate. So the final analysis, when we had a question about is it a wetland or an upland, we, we really relied very heavily on the soils. Um, I should just say that these, all these circles around here are geotechnical explorations to determine the type of bedrock and, and uh, the suitability of the rock for uh, development. And then this just goes up a, a little bit to scale. Uh, there is also a vernal pool within this wetland system, but uh, the edge of the wetland that is most important uh, for this antenna is what I'm tracing with my finger now. So this is all upland. Uh, if you can see the contours, it indicates that there's a, there's a knoll here. There's a little bit of a, a hollow uh, here but then it all just drops down uh, to the wetlands that are located along uh, this edge. And, and this, is, this is a work in progress. Uh, uh, we showed a river zone here. Uh, Regan raised the question about the area and size and the rivering characteristics of, of this ponded area here. So we have to go back out there and further analyze that. So um, I could go on for another no, no, we're good. four hours. I'd <laughs> <laughs> like to keep these things under 45 minutes. So you got a plan come back next meeting? Or? Yeah, yeah, yes. All right, what well, up? If we can 
answer all her questions, then we'll be back. And you guys are communicating via email and every way we can. All right, text message and yep. fax signals. Yeah, yep. smoke signals. Yep. Sure. I will send you a copy of this letter to your email tomorrow. Great. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. Okay, so we're all done. You're all done. I, I never finished this earlier. This is great. <laughs> Come back again. You'll be done earlier. One question, just based off of timing with um, submittal deadlines for the next meeting. What are you looking for? Um, that's a great question. We don't have a hard deadline. It just depends on workload. Okay. okay. Sounds January 11th. Yeah, so it's after the first. That works. Yeah. January 11th is next. Earlier is better. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So if you hand me something at the meeting, I won't be able to review it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll let you know. Okay. So to, just to be clear, for the record, you're requesting a continuance, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion. We continue the public hearing for Zero Turnpike Street DEP file. Number 124-1322 to January 11, 2023. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? <coughs> See you guys in general. Okay, thanks, thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, you're welcome. Well, a notice of intent, 504 and 510 Sherman Street, parcel ID 27-34 and 27-35 and DEP file. One twenty four thirteen twenty one for the proposed installation of eight light poles with concrete bases entrenching for electrical lines within a thirty foot no disturbance zone of a bordering vegetative wetland. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. My name is Dave Clenner. Uh, Collins Civil Engineering Group. Um, I'm here to uh, represent uh, five ten Chairman. This is a. Uh, uh, the, the multi-family uh, buildings that are right down from the, police, from the fire department. Uh, I'm sure that you guys are familiar with them. There, uh, there is a trench, which is a drainage trench, uh, and it flows from Sherman Street um, uh, towards the back of the property. Uh, it was flowing today when I was out there today, um, and uh, what we're proposing to do is uh, put I think eight light poles. You can see the light poles. They're in, they're kind of hard to see, but they're in light orange, and they're right along the trench. There's one, two, three, four on this side, and I think four on this side. Um, there is uh, all the parking lot does go into this trench. There are paved swales um, here, 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 a bridge across the trench for the for the building access. <clears throat> we filed the NOI because we are close to the wetlands and we're working within that grass strip and we wanted to make sure that um, the board had uh, a say in what we do here. Uh, there will be a siltation fence um, that will run along um, the edge of the grass strip. All our digging will be in the grass strip. We're not going to take down any trees. Um, we may cut through a little bit of pavement. Uh, but that will be patched and then fixed in the, in the springtime. Uh, I did uh, follow up on some of your uh, comments and um, we added a uh, stormwater <coughs> pollution plan, uh, prevention plan. Uh, this just basically uh, allows, um, shows that we're going to keep cycling, we're going to pick up, um, we're going to pick up materials, we're going to sweep the street every day, make sure that everything is 
has not kept me while construction's going on. Uh, I did not do a BMP. Um, there's, we're adding 10 square feet of concrete for the total project. And I just didn't know what to do with, with a BMP that, uh, or uh, in a way that small for stormwater management. Uh, it's insignificant. It doesn't, you can't even uh, calculate the runoff <coughs> increase off of 10 square feet. So I was un unsure how we we're going to handle that if we we're going to um, go go down to stormwater management or be in peace for after the construction. No, I don't see a big deal. No, I don't think so either. No, I fine. think during construction, the biggest threat would be sediment entering. Um, mm -hmm. It's all chock full of litter right now, so I asked them to pick it up. I actually was there today. Uh, they did a great job. They did? There was a paper cup here and there, but that was it. Okay. The place was nicely cleaned. It does. It's interesting because I had asked that question when they submitted the application is what is this? Is it, a, is it a stream or is it a ditch? But it actually connects all the way up to the um, synagogue that's on Washington Street. The wetlands behind there runs all the way down Chatham Street, all yeah. the way to the high school. It's routed under the ground, um, through the houses that are yeah. across the street, down, down behind, and all the way into the Fall River Heritage and into Factory Pond. So it is connected. So it's, that's not to pollute it. So, but um, it's within your right to try and require more stormwater, mm -hmm. like you know, redevelopment. But for eat like Paul, no. Paul's items, <coughs> right. I think that, that would be necessary. All right, great. Any uh, butters here this evening? Any comments from the commissioners? Wonderful. Agreed. Okay, um, Mr. Chairman, I'll make a motion that we close the public hearing for 504 and 510 Sherman Street. Parcel 27-34 and 27-35, DEP number 124-132. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? So moved. Make a motion that we issue a variance for work in the 30-foot no disturbance zone for 504 and 510 Sherman Street. Parcel 27-34 and 27-35, DEP 124-1321. Second. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? So moved. And finally, a motion to issue an order of conditions for 504 and 510 Sherman Street, parcel 27-34 and 27-35, DEP 124-1321. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. All right. Thank you. Congratulations. Enjoy your light poles. <laughs> All right. Thing. Wetland notice of uh, wetland request for a determination of applicability for zero two dash four rolling mill way Canton Holdings parcel ID twenty six dash two two eight and two six two three six and RDA one three four dash two two for the construction of a patio in a 100-foot buffer zone in a 14 by 20-foot storage shed within 30 feet of a no-disturbance zone on the bank, the bank and land under water bodies and waterways. Thank you. Good Mr. evening. Victor Delvecchio, and uh, on behalf of the Revere and Sun Heritage Trust and John Connolly on behalf of the Select Board, Mr. Chairman, um, we're here basically to um, explain to the commission that we have two um, improvements to the heritage site. The first is a terrace, 
we undertook a, a master plan in 2021, and one of the recommendations of the master plan consultants was to create a bridge, essentially, to from the outdoors to the indoors, and this was a 24-foot uh, by 44-foot terrace um, off of the side that fronts on the, on the common, if you will. It's a way to integrate the indoors and the outdoors. It's a flexible gathering space. We've had a few events there um, where, for example, um, um, uh, the police chief's uh, uh, inauguration, if you will, and it would be very helpful to have, allow people to go outside as well as inside. Um, it also, we, we're going to put some spotting uh, periscopes on it so you can see parts of the heritage site and identify, well, identify what it is and what it means. We'll have three interpretive signs uh, on the terrace as well. Uh, it expands the very limited footprint of that building. We, we try to maintain the historical accuracy, but in doing so, we're confined because it's relatively small indoors. It's got 1,200 square feet of usable space per floor. So this really expands what we have. Um, it'll help us with philanthropy, with rentals, with uh, donor appreciation. I think it'll visually enhance the experience at the uh, at what will eventually be the uh, Paul Revere Museum of Discovery and Innovation. And as I said, it was recommended uh, in the 2021 plan. The shed is simply a uh, something we need. It's vital because we didn't want to expand the historic footprint of this draft horse barn, which was built originally in 1845 by Paul Revere's son. So therefore, we didn't and couldn't really add much storage and closet space. So we need it now. We have things stored uh, without eating into the limited uh, space. As I said, we have 1,200 square feet per floor. We were using a stairwell side and rear, but the building inspector told us that that was problematic. So we had to remove everything in there and we're jammed right now. So we need a place for our artifacts, for our uh, equipment, our display cases, um, tables, ch uh, ch uh, chairs, etc. Um, and this is a relatively limited size. Um, and we put it where we did in part because um, um, we wanted to ensure that we would maintain the site. Uh, uh, I think I sent you a letter on this. I don't know if you see it. Uh, but basically, they maintain site uh, um, um, uh, views, if you will, maintain the site uh, lines to the barn from Revere Street. Um, we needed to have it relatively close because, as you probably know, most of our efforts are done by volunteers. We have really no um, full uh, no full time employee, and we only have part time two part time people who are basically administrative. Um, so we have 60, 70, 80 year olds who are staffing this. So we can't carry the stuff all that far, quite honestly. Um, the last seven years, uh, I think, have been very successful, um, but um, we need to make it a little easier for us to um, store what we have. And um, what we're proposing to do was to cite it among three existing trees that that we planted, that is the development process planted. As you all know, uh, that site was in a contaminated wasteland, 40 acres of uh, contamination and um, impermeous bituminous um, concrete and, and normal concrete. And it's all been ripped out now, um, with the exception of what we've done, but particularly on the town acre piece. So we're seeking to put this 14-foot uh, by 20-foot shed in the corner where we can reach it and with relatively easy access on an existing um, walkway. That's pretty much it. Very good, thanks. Any comments from any butters? Commissioners? I have questions, Chairman. Sure. Mr. Delvecchio, 
on the picture that we received, there's three options for the shed. I'm sorry if you specified which was the preferred option. Or the preferred option is nestled comfortably uh, among those three trees. So it's the lowest one if you're looking at your okay. image. And no tree will be removed. Great. I see it. Bylaw applies here for you? Yep. Perfect. Looks fun. I love it. Enjoy your shit. <laughs> we got to vote on it first. I know. I just I feel like the momentum is going toward the positive vote of the shit. <laughs> the writing is on the wall, Mr. Chair. See it. There's no objections from the butters. That's the that's the key. Yeah. That's the key. I'd like to make a motion. We close the public hearing for Rolling Mill Way parcel 26-228 and 26-236. RDA 134-22. Second the motion. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Opposed. So moved. Thank you. I'd like what? to make a motion we issue a variance for work in the 30-foot no disturbance zone for Rolling Mill Way parcel 26-228 and 226-236. RDA 134-22. Second. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Opposed. And lastly, I'd like to make a motion we issue a positive five and negative three determination for Rolling Mill Way parcel 26-228 and 226-236, RDA 134-22, with the condition that straw wattle be installed during the schedule. Second. All in favor. Aye. Uh, opposed. So moved. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for coming. You're Thanks. All right, next up is a wetland request for determination of applicability for 614 Washington Street. Steve Carey, partial ID 2655, RDA 13522 for the addition of an exterior deck and stairway within 200 feet of a riverfront area of the Canton River. Good evening. Good evening. <coughs> My name is Bill Peterson with Derby Square Architects. I have with me uh, Gilmar and Steve Carey of um, CF McCarthy's Pub. Anyone else here? CF McCarthy's? All right. How you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Time out. Free drinks. No. From a half an hour? <laughs> no. From a half an hour after this meeting. <laughs> Yes. Please. So the intent of the project is to uh, build an 850 square foot deck on the rear of CF McCarthy's, which is in currently a gravel lot, um, and the corner of which does encroach on the 100 foot setback. Um, and there will be a small addition of 180 square feet to facilitate a stairway so that the staff can go from the kitchen on the basement level to the deck on the, what is the street level of Washington Street. Um, the, the purpose of this is to facilitate CF McCarthy's to be able to have more diners during the summertime. Um, this got initiated during the COVID um, pandemic when a lot of uh, patrons wanted to sit outside. They did have temporary uh, permission to have diners on the street, but that was asked to be removed going forward. And so this is sort of a pivot to allow them to maintain that capacity. Uh, and like I said, there, there is a slight encroachment over this corner right here, which is delineated by this line. Um, but very brief, and it's essentially for this small shed roof addition to the stairway. Great. 
Um, are there any of butters or people with questions? Good evening. Hi. For the record, your name is? Linda Salvatore. Hey, Linda. Gerald Salvatore. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Your Where do you live? What's your address? Um, we own two houses down there. We own two and four and number three. The airport. Okay. And do you want to make some comments? Or yeah. Um, enjoy the show? Well, we're concerned because two and four is directly right beside the parking lot there. And um, we're, we're wondering are they going to pave that and what's going to happen with the water runoff with the rain and all that. How that's going to affect our property is one one thing that we have. And of course, okay. we're not thrilled with the deck anyway. Uh, there's an awful lot of traffic that goes down there that goes to the restaurant deliveries and tractor trailer trucks, beer trucks, wine trucks. The bridge is in a really bad situation right now. I mean, it's a wooden bridge and it's kind of all got grooves in it. I know they're going to replace it eventually. Right. But that's the only way in and out of there. Okay. And are they currently doing that now? No. And and the bridge... Um, no, no, are they currently... I just wanted to get clarity because whether or not it's our issue or not because, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not the traffic controller. Sure. can't, nor do I wish to be. Um, but my question for you, Linda, is, is that um, are they currently, the trucks going... Yeah, every okay. day. So th that's, whether or not the deck is built, that's right. still going to happen. Right. Okay, I just wanted to... And there's a fence, they have a fence that goes from the parking lot beside our property and the truck or something has hit that, that's all knocked. Okay, so, uh, you know, unfortunately that's really not an area we can address mm -hmm. because it doesn't have anything to do with conservation. Okay. However, the first question, if, um, Bill, yes. if you can address that for, for uh, Linda, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we had a great conversation, mm -hmm. Linda and I, and so one thing I did describe to her is that there's not going to be any paving, so we're not going to, other than the roof of the 180 foot square foot addition, where there's not going to be any paving, so we're, so just to address that one. So issue. it's just going to stay gravel? It's going to stay gravel. So it's going to be composite with decking, so the water will obviously permeate through that. Um, in terms of the traffic, we're not, patrons are not going to be encouraged. Or, not, not, or allowed. Or allowed. Because there's no parking no. back there. Correct. It's, it's really for delivery. So There's a lot of parking back there. Oh, so it's not for the right day. I have a question. It's full there. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. So no patrons are being... Are, are parking here, they're not entering here, they're going to be entering from right. Washington Street. So I, I'm not trying to dismiss it, but yes, there's sure. going to be people in here. Absolutely. But all we care about is the runoff. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I look at, there's so much, so many times people come to these meetings and they're like, oh, I'm mad about the traffic. I know. It's not, not my issue. Well, not our issue as a port. So we just need to know whether or not it will create additional runoff is, is Miss Linda's question. And you're assuring her that it will not. Okay, great. Can I? Yep, sir, go ahead. Well, my concern is that there are a lot of cars that come down there now, and they do go a, a lot faster than they, they should. It should be like five miles an hour there. It's only a small little uh, area there, and they just they just come up over that bridge, and they take that uh, left turn to go into the parking lot where all the stores are, and they just zoom right through right. And there's a lot of kids that live down there. And the, the, the thing is, they even got the, uh, um, you know, flags out there to, for the cars to slow down. And they just don't yeah. pay No, attention. I mean, it's frustrating. You know, I have kids, too. I, I just think that, let's go back to this. If you have an issue with the speeding, 
Call the police department. Tell them to patrol that. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, I was, uh, I've noticed since the new chief took over this, getting off the pond street, where cars used to fly, there's a police officer there now. I'm sure somebody brought that to their attention. So I would suggest you call the police department and say we're really concerned about the speeding in that area. Would you happen to put a, but this is not a conservation issue. Well, the, the, the other thing is where our duplex is uh, right where the, where the deck's gonna be because we bought the property. I don't know how late he'll be open and I mean, if he's open to 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning and people are out there on the deck drinking and eating and whatever they're going to do, they're going to be loud. And of course their voice is going to carry through the, the night. And I mean, I don't know. I like once guys, again, it's not, it's not, not to listen to that one. It's not a conservation issue. Oh, okay. It's not a conservation issue. You had a question? Uh, yeah, I live on. Uh, Your name to, is. My right? name is Tom Halevi. I live at uh, Five Beer Court, okay. uh, next to Mr. and Mrs. Salvatore's property uh, properties. And uh, Mr. Cohen, it sounds like this is strictly a conservation type of uh, concern you have. But uh, the reason I'm here today, I don't know anything about rivers or anything. But I second the concerns that Sal has uh, expressed, and that is the amount of traffic and the speed in which the cars are going. I have two, three young children. I sometimes forget I have a third one as well. It's only five months, but um, it, it's concerning. Uh, and then I think that, you know, in terms of the amount of, you got, I, I don't know if you've been there, off of Revere Street, Revere Court. It's this bridge that looks like it's made for a go-kart, and you got trucks going through there, cars, and they're all getting to this parking lot or if you live there, of course, like myself or, or others. Um, so I don't know what the concern is with the river, but I know that the traffic is already high. The level of uh, speed in which cars and trucks sometimes get in there is concerning to me. That street is filled with kids every time I, uh, I'm there, kids outside. And um, the idea of having a deck out there that's open until, that's one of my questions. When is it going to be open until? Um, I don't know if you have the answer. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I'd love no, to answer all your questions. I think this is clearly a civil speak to the police, explain to them your concerns. You know, I'm not going to stand out there and, with a sign that says go five miles an hour, but the police can enforce that. I can't enforce We're just making sure that they're compliant with the conservation laws. Okay. And that's our job. Um, we've had people at these meetings that, so I, like I said, I think this is an issue that you and McCarthy's should definitely address and talk about and figure out a way to come together and be friendly neighbors because they do have a business that's bringing revenue to the town as your taxpayer dollars are too. But at the end of the day, we can talk in circles and it is a concern. I would have it was, I don't, my kids aren't little anymore, but uh, I, if I had little kids, I'd be concerned as well. So I think the best bet to address your concerns is to talk to McCarthy's, work out an arrangement, and then go to the police department with the speeding issue, and I'm sure they would be more um, open to suggestions of the Conservation Commission just making sure that the environment's safe. That makes sense. And, and the town, I mean, is the do you have to go before? And I know it's not part of conservation. I'm just curious if you have to go before the town to get approval for the deck. 
Is that we're, all we're going to zoning as well. Yeah. Right? So that's, we just, that's we, where we lack we lack the jurisdiction or yeah. the, the authorization to even mediate or settle. Lies. You know, th those are other town yeah, boards and conversations. Not great. I'm not out there saying, oh, if they build this deck, this whole street's going to, you know, I, I don't think that way, but I just think Bring like, in the alcohol, river. deck, sure. uh, tiny little bridge, which is an access point for some reason, the way it was built for this. Uh, that's that's where my concern. So you're saying that the access for patrons, though, will be through Washington Street? Uh, will they be able to exit from the deck to uh, Revere Court, or will they only be able to exit through uh, Washington Street? In an emergency, they'd be able to exit through to meet uh, means of egress, but not um, not regularly, and they won't enter that way. Okay. Yeah, it would be emergency only. Yeah. Great. Any other abutters? Just not no, not about it. I, I, I want to answer some of the questions but yeah. that these folks have. Okay, I'm great. Job. Shed some light on that. Yeah, thank you. If that's okay. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Don't knock the place over. Don't knock the place over. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, members of the commission. Uh, Ms. Milani. My name is John Connolly, 37 Chapman Street. Also, I'm chairman of the Board of Selectmen. I'm here for several reasons. Um, I worked down at Canton Liquor, the old Canton Liquor, for almost 20 years, so I'm very familiar with the property. The bridge, um, the bridge field once before, and the town stepped up and we replaced the bridge temporarily. We were just notified by the Mass Highway that the bridge is designed almost 35 to 40% for a brand new bridge. So it's taken that long to get, get it fixed. Um, I will relay your concerns um, regarding the speeding traffic, but I would ask you, get license plate numbers. It's the only way to stop them. And the police can pick up the phone and say, hello, how are you? Okay, that's very important. I think part um, of the problem too, excuse me, John, is that you have these big trucks coming through, and, I, and I'm not trying to stop your business at all. I mean, but we've owned property here for 48 years, and there's so much of these, so many of these big trucks coming in to deliver food, the tractor trailers. I mean, more than one time, the tractor trailers have pulled wires off houses, you know, trying to go through because it's a very narrow area. Yes, it is, and, and, but they have, a, they have an easement to go through there, so they have a right to do that. And I understand, and I, as I said, I worked there, the liquor store is no longer there, it's now Kevin Michaels. So that, that's gone. But and there are, there are uh, delivery vehicles that go down there, and we could ask that, uh, the folks from C.F. McCarthy's to just ask them to be, be, go slow, that's very important. And the number one issue that I hear most of the time from residents like you, and like you folks, that uh, uh, is traffic. Yeah. Kent is a cut-through town. And if you go by my house, I'm always screaming at people. And, and I mean that because I, I live in Chatham Street and people, it's not a neighborhood, it's a neighborhood. And I have two, two daughters now, uh, they're older, and I have a dog, and I don't want anything to happen to them. It's my neighborhood. So it's very important, I take it very seriously, and, 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 and I'm in contact with the police, I hate to say this, but on a daily basis because I don't have a life. So, <laughs> I mean that. I, I'm not afraid to pick up the phone and call. And I've known you folks for, you know, for a long time, and I do take it very seriously. Um, <clears throat> this all came to a head when uh, the folks at CF McCarthy, when the pandemic hit, uh, we allowed outdoor dining. Um, we stopped that uh, uh, basically because for, for safety reasons. If you notice, we, yeah. we pushed it out and the other businesses. And I gave my word that I would help and support uh, something that we could, would work for everybody. And I understand it, 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 if you live there, all, all your questions, the majority of them, the time, uh, the issues, that's all ZBA. And they take their job very seriously as well. 
So what time is it going to be open? What time is it going to be closed? If there's going to be music, no music, what time the music? I have uh, the Draper Brothers uh, down here. There's a uh, pub there and a coffee shop. Uh, I haven't been there, but I hear the music Saturday mornings and Saturday night. Do I really happy with that? No, but you know, it, it's it's. I put up with it because it's a business. I'm trying to bring business in. Ken's losing businesses every single day. If you notice, the 99 left because they sold the property. Petrucci's went out of business. Amber Road, they had another issue, but won't go there. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I still see it there. Is it still Amber Road still there? No. no. Rude has gone. No. no. From home. And we have. He's like, I don't leave the but house. On a, good, on a good note, we've had several inquiries about people wanting to bring their, their businesses yeah, yeah. to Ken. So, so our uh, concern, I feel like, is not a direct result of the deck being built. It's more of the traffic. I feel so, like the pre existing yeah, conditions that are in place are not going to be. And, 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 with yeah. the bridge. With the bridge, the bridge is going to help. Uh, no, and I understand that. But the bridge will help, and we did get notified from Mass Highway that the bridge is, I think it's 35 to 40 percent designed. Then the next up, we finish it, have, then they'll have public hearings, and we want to replace that bridge for safety reasons. And, uh, you know, so a fire engine, most important thing in my opinion, fire engine and ambulance can get through there. That's number one. So I will convey, you know, people speeding, and see if McCarthy's will tell their folks. And um, you know Kevin Michaels, the down. I'll call Kevin Michael and say we're getting complaints because his business is right there. And I know Kevin well, so you got to tell people to slow down. And um, you know, just uh, like up on off of High Street, we have some folks that are complaining. You know, people are speeding by. And there's a lot of people that are visit visit up that area. I'm not saying that's the case here, but you got you know people who you know delivery vehicles that are delivering food to to uh, people on Riviera Court. So I'm here to support these folks. Because that's my that's my job, and I, you know, I think it's I want to it's a, it's a thriving business. We've never had any problems with this establishment. I can say that uh, with, with, with true conviction and my heart and soul. They're good people. So I, and I'll answer. You know, I, I'll try to. It's not my meeting. I apologize, but I just want to. No, it's great. Uh, I take it serious, and I you know I don't want uh, Jerry mad at me, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> oh, I've seen you. Thanks, John. So, okay, so I, I don't want. I just want to make sure that I hear your concerns, and I will make sure and you call the town hall. I'll give you my cell phone. That people have Thank it. You, Half the town has it, and that doesn't bother me. So that's my job. So. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Make a motion. Go ahead, Paul. Ready? Yes. Okay, I'd like to make a motion that we close the public hearing for 614 Washington Street, parcel 26-55 RDA 135-22. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. I'd like to make a motion also that we issue a negative two determination for 614 Washington Street, parcel 26-55 RDA 135-22. Second the motion. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. All right. Thank you for coming. You can bring, you. The, bring, the, bring the leftovers here. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. You guys are doing a good job. I'm Steve here. Right. Right. I definitely feel like I'm You guys are sticking around? What is that? It's so much more. It's dangerous. I'll try to leave it. Yep.
Everybody's friends there. Hey, Victor. Yeah. Hey, Victor. I'm still here. This is your fault. This is your fault. I'm still here. Guys, you can take good, to, uh, good to see you. Take the discussion outside. All right. Next up is a wetland in ten for fifty John Road. They play out the street. Yeah, there's a lot of Yeah, there's my cat. Thank you. All right. So fifty John Road. Can't manufacture gravel. Parcel ID seventy five dash twelve. DP one two four thirteen nineteen. This has been continued from. 914, 928, 1012, 10, oh sorry, 11, 9, and the applicant has requested a continuance. I make a motion we continue the public hearing for 50 John Road, parcel 7512, DEP file number 124-1319 to January 11th, 2023. Second. All, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. All right, uh, request for the release from the enforcement order. 1095 Randolph Street. Woo! Congratulations. Sorry. <laughs> Wetland area has been restored. Great job. Uh, Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, appreciate all the hard work uh, from the committee as well for guidance over the last few years. It's taken a very long time to get to this point, but uh, we had uh, we went out to the site a few weeks ago, and I think everything's in good order. Um, and our consultants submitted a um, a final uh, monitoring report a few weeks back or uh, roughly a month back now. So I think we've met all the requirements. So here to hopefully get the release of the enforcement order. Go celebrate McCarthy's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you have right. to drive slower. Congratula yeah. Congratulations. Regan Thank did show us some pictures and it looks nice. Yeah. Nice. Great job. Thank you for everything you've done. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Okay. I'd like to make a motion to release the enforcement order issued in 2019 at 1095 Randolph Street. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Ooh. <laughs> so I'll send you a letter um, releasing the enforcement order. Okay, awesome. Okay. All right, thank All right. you so much. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Don't come back. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, violation. Always welcome. Yeah. <laughs> violation 31 Green Street, Trisha Weston, permit C0001222. Vote to approve the restoration plan associated with unpermitted clearing of isolated vegetative wetland. No. So nobody's here. Tree company drove through the isolated wetland, caused damage. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. so nice. they just submitted a replanting plan. I put it on Laserfish for you guys. I probably emailed it, mailed it to you a long mm -hmm. time ago because yeah. that's been lagging around. Um, so if you have no questions, we'll just make them. Um, just plant some native plants where they drove through the area. Great. Thank you. I'd like to make a motion we approve the restoration plan for replanting the wetland area at 31 Green Street. Dated oh. XYZ. XYZ. Yep. The one that they submitted. <laughs> I didn't look at the, the date. Only Sorry. <laughs> there's, only, there's only one, right? There's only one. Okay. Second the motion. All in okay. favor. Aye. Aye. Opposed. So moved. Next up, violation. Uh, 973 and 0 Turnpike Street, 973 Turnpike Street Investment, parcel ID 88-88 and 88-37. The illegal filing of bordering vegetative wetlands and unpermitted work within 100 feet of a bordering vegetative wetland. No? So I have some um, photos for you. So the um, Ed Walsh called me, and actually DEP called me. Um, that there has been some violations at this property at 973 Turnpike Street. 
Um, it's owned by an LLC. Um, tracking down the owner, I did speak with him. Um, he was aware that this is on the agenda tonight. So, um, it's clear, so the, the property was transferred hands in 2016, and I showed you through looking at the aerial photographs, it's evident that there are, you can see in, in the um, GIS layer where the wetland is, which extends into the parking lot, um, and that clearly between 2019 and 2020, they've cleared and possibly filled additional area. Um, Will you marry me, Taylor? I have a question. Did she say yes? <laughs> that's the that's the big question of tonight, right? Uh, apparently. Should we explain this for? What's your name? Yeah, the Google um, nine, photo has it. Turnpike Street. Um, I'm sure nobody's watching on TV. And somehow the everything dog business that's there. Um, is Mr. Bullens. He's either, he owns Everything Dog yes, and maybe also a co-owner of the property, but that's unclear because the addresses in the assessor's database are not accurate. Um, so it's kind of one of those shifting things, but um, my recommendation, so I did speak to him. He is aware of this. Um, he's in the process for building zoning and probably DEP, moving vehicles out that are illegally parked there. Um, so I suggest that the commission issue an enforcement order. Um, I drafted it, I emailed you a copy, posted it. Um, <coughs> recommending, the recommendations are to require them to get, a, um, similar to what we did with um, 1095 Randolph Street, is they dig down, figure out where the wetland is, figure out where the boundary is, and submit a restoration plan for any illegal filling and then come for a permit for any work that they've done that's in the buffer zone. Yeah. I had, I, I um, put the date as June 1st. We can change that, but because it's winter and um, he did suggest, he has worked, he built two, the gentleman I spoke to who I believe is the owner, he did build two houses out on Indian Lane and Indian Lane Estates. And um, he used to work with Mr. Lamar, I believe. And so the two houses that were out there that were done by him. And so he has worked with Paul Broadmarkle. So Mr. Asked, Bowles, is not being referred to? No, Mr. Oh, Hansen, Hansen? Michael Hansen. Not Hampson, but Hansen. Which no, it's got to be the same. It's got, we, you've got it. This is the guy that owned um, 126 Indiana. No, but supposedly, according to Paul Broadmarkle, although they have very similar names, they're two different humans with very similar names who both use LLCs, both have multiple addresses, and both use aliases. And both work, work with, with Jay Bowen. Work with Jay Bowen. So I don't know. I'll give for let's just this. Year. All right. Do you we have no choice, motion, right? Motion time. Do we have any choice? No. Not, no, no reasonable Bye. choice. Okay. I'd like to make a motion we yes. issue an enforcement order for 973 and the zero turnpike street parcels 88 8 and 88 37, requiring the restoration of the filled bordering wet, vegetated wetland and the property owner to submit a notice of intent for any work in the buffer zone. Second. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Opposed. So moved. All right, next up, part, uh, partial certificate compliance for Canton Holdings 104, Revere Street, Lot 1, only DP 1241169, LDP 2220-16 for the construction of 19. Townhome units, 102 garden-style apartments, 60 age-restricted 60 age garden-style apartments, 
clubhouse, pool area, access roads, driveways, parking areas, utilities, walkways, trails, and landscape improvements. A primary access road, a 4,000 square foot commercial building, phase one of a multi-phase site, redevelopment plan within 100 feet of a Rutland's Bank and 200 foot riverfront area. Is anyone here representing Canton Holdings? No. No, this is VHB, um, who couldn't make it tonight for this or the RDA that you listened to earlier. So essentially, they're just, um, um, PSC started a review of Lot 1 and provided a comment letter when we were also um, the partial included Revolution Way. You've since issued a partial releasing uh, Revolution Way. So this is the fi to final to finalize the review of the Lot 1. So it would be a partial for Lot 1 only. Great. Um, so PSC provided a quote for $2,000 and we've already gotten a check from the applicant for that. We just need your vote so that Tom can finish the review. So you can cash the review. check. I'd like to make a motion where we re re motion to require escrow not to exceed two thousand dollars to finalize third party peer review of the stormwater management systems for lot one DEP file number one two four dash one one six nine. Second. All in favor? Uh, I oppose so moved. All right, fifty seven Pleasant Circle, James Rogers, DP one two four dash twelve seventy five. Land Disturbance Permit 3842-20 and Parcel ID 6138 for the demolition of an existing dwelling and the construction of a single family dwelling within 100 feet of bank, 100 feet of bank and land under water bodies and waterways of Reservoir Pond. Regan says it looks good. Yep, single family house, it's built. The stormwater um, um, inspection ports are to grade. And I took some pictures, so they did what they were supposed to do. They had a few different um, adjustments to the plan, you know, a patio underneath the deck and a couple other little things, but I don't think it affects Reservoir Pond. Cool. motion. I'd like to make a motion we issue full certificates of compliance for 57 Pleasant Circle parcel 61-38 DEP file number 124-1275 and LDP 342-20. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. Next up, 10 Lark and Court, Harvey Chan, Stormwater Management Permit 83-14, Land Disturbance Permit 162-14, Parcel 4483, full for the construction of a single family dwelling driveway and stormwater management. So we continued this from last time because the inspection reports weren't too great, but now they are. Great. I'd like to make the motion we issue a full certificate of compliance for 10 Lock and Court, SMP-83-14, and LDP-162-14. Second the motion. All in favor. Aye. Aye. Opposed? So moved. All right, next up is 150 Dan Road, Schwimmer and Schwartz Interpolarmer Incorporated. DP file 124-235, 130-DN road parcel 74-9 only for the construction of a 79,500 square foot commercial building with parking areas and upper appurtenances with 100 feet of better within 100 feet of a boarding vegetative wetland. That's what happens when we go to almost 8 o'clock. That's yeah. me. All right. Hi, I'm Lisa Delaney. I represent Zimmer and Schwartz. Your agenda misspells Zimmer and Schwartz. 
I misspelled uh, Zimmer on my request for compliances, and this uh, misspelled Schwartz. I had sent a cover letter, got it right on the cover letter. Uh, that's all it counts. Um, <coughs> what's happening here is my client owns 130 Dan Road, and that is both this one and the next on your agenda. My client owns property in the registered land system. If you're familiar with registered land, the Registry of Deeds issues what's called a Certificate of Title, and it's their responsibility to list on the Memorandum of Encumbrances all liens, encumbrances, conditions, restrictions, etc., that affect this one parcel. 130 Dan Road is from a subdivision. The pre-subdivision parcel was extremely large. Um, these two orders of conditions are on my client's certificate of title, but I cannot tell you that these two orders of conditions affect my client's title. It's entirely possible that there were errors made at the Registry of Deeds. The way that they are worded, when you read them as against my client's property, you go, I, I, I don't know. Uh, my client bought the property in a former name, Interpolymer Corporation, back in 1992. So these orders went on in either the 80s or very early 90s. The property has been completely built out since approximately 1992 when my client bought the property. Um, I need certificate of <coughs> compliance to mark on my client's certificate of title that, well, yeah, we don't know if these exist or not, if, you know, if these pertain or not, but to the extent they might, we're done with them. So I put in actually three alternate requests. Remember, the Dan Road area was a very large subdivision, and this is just one portion of it. So I'm asking either for a certificate of compliance, a partial certificate of compliance, or either a certificate or partial that the order lapsed and is no longer valid. When I put together the materials for you, uh, not that long ago, one of the parcels in the Dan Road subdivision, property at 50 John, had come in here and received for their title certificate of compliances that the order lapsed and is no longer valid. I have a feeling that they did very similar work as I and came in for the same purpose. So that's why I'm here. That's what I'm asking. Well, okay. since you waited so patiently, I think we're going to give you what you asked for. <laughs> Thank you. I follow Among other reasons. <laughs> and because that's what you all wish to do. And I thank you. You're welcome. I'd like uh, to make a motion to issue a full certificate of compliance for 150 Dan Road, DEP file number 124-235. Excuse me, before you vote on that, my client owns 130. He does not own 150. 150 was the number that appeared on the order of conditions back in the 1980s. So it, it's entirely possible that this affects other people's land. I have no way of knowing. So I'm only asking for a certificate of compliance, whether it's complete, partial, however the uh, words are chosen. But I'm only asking that it pertains to my client's property, which is 130. So it does say it. It says 150. So it says, it says 150 Dan Road, but then it says 130 Dan Road parcel 75-9. Correct. My client owns 130, which is assessor 
75. Yeah. Nine. Okay. Uh, if we release, reissue a full certificate of compliance, it doesn't matter whose title it's in. We're releasing the entire permit. That's fine by me. Um, one of the things that I want to do is when I recorded at the Registry of Deeds in registered land, if you have one document, it costs $105 to record. But if your one document affects 10 properties, mm -hmm. they charge you 10 times 105 So all you want is 130 Yes, please. All right. Now, if you want to issue a complete certificate, uh, Well, could we? We we did it on the land, so the one fifty is not applicable. It's just where that's. It may be, Regan, that it affects that lifting this affects the entire. But unlike. Parcel. But if we, right. if we title it only in one thirty, and what you're doing, um, so that's she what we, may save her client nine hundred. Right. Well, if this was not registered land, that would be a fantastic idea because that would be there in the registry of deeds. It would be findable by other people working on other properties. That would just be. Amazing, but if the counties, if, if you issue the document in that format, and then the county says to me, "Well, we now have to research how many properties this goes on," and requires my that doesn't work. We get it. Also, when you do title research for property in registered land, you go to. That property, which is a certificate of title with the memorandum of encumbrances, certificate of title is actually a court decree of title. And it's as much a court decree as when people go to court on a criminal trial and they're found guilty or innocent. It's a court decree of title. Um, I've never had anyone ask me. I believe you. I believe okay. you. We don't have to... Good lesson in law. I'm just thinking about practicality because I also don't want us to issue right. 10 certificates. No, we'll just do 130. So How we're going to we issue have one, one application. One application, for, 130. For, for the whole thing. Yeah, but so it was for 150 Dan Road, but it's in the title for 130. So she's not asking for one for 150. She wants it for the map and parcel for 130 only. Right. So that means we would have to do 10 for everyone who's in the. Let's just However do it. many people are in there. So if they come before You can us. issue a partial today, but then I'd like to issue a full next time because there's no reason for us to issue ten, however many. Right, like okay. We brought in on 50 Dan Road, now we're doing 130 Dan Road, then we'll have to do all the ones where, because it was a big subdivision. That's fine. You know, and it's so, it's from, 19, it's from 35 years ago. We couldn't regulate it. You know, we couldn't enforce anything anyway. It's gone too far. Right. Um, okay. So, and you're saying if we issued a full, then, but you couldn't record the full just on the one. They would require you to pay somehow to do it on that. all of them. I will not know until I send a clerk to the recording counter and they very well might say, um, that's great, but we require you. Can I make a suggestion and you tell me if this works for your board and your paperwork? What if you approve both, and you issue both, and you either send me both or send me one at a time? I'll send a clerk to the Registry of Deeds, and we can collectively cross our fingers that it goes on record. And if it doesn't, I come to you, and you just switch it out for the other one. Maybe that would work, and then that way your records would say, 
there's a complete and total certificate of compliance of that document. It doesn't pertain now to anybody's property. It's document number 12345. They can, other people can then deal with that information themselves. Right. Yeah, so, which, I, I which would is do good, except for I only printed out one copy for them to sign, and they only take a uh, original signature. So we could um, sign, you know, the full next time if you just want to issue a partial tonight. That's what you prefer for tonight, right? Just a partial for now. I prefer a partial, and yeah. once I have the partial okay. and I record it, I'm done. Okay. So I won't then ish, uh, record your full. Right, I know that. Okay. Um, so what happens to the full? No, it, won't. it would just be once you issue it, it would just stay in our files until somebody needed it, and then okay. you know because the duplicate is easy, right. you know, it's um, at, you know until somebody else needed it. I guess. So we're going to issue a parcel for one thirty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Partial, not a parcel. <laughs> a parcel. A parcel for one thirty partial. Oh, well, so uh -huh. full. Certificate of compliance, though, for 130. Yeah. 130. The it's a the lot, not the whether the the it's a extent of the compliance of a partial lot. The adjective so says certificate of compliance for the specific parcel. Yes. If you yes. say a partial certificate of yeah. compliance, you're implying that the, the compliance is not full for that parcel. For that or parcel, could, right? No. Yeah. yeah, a partial either. So the way that it it goes is you can um, the parts this area that's uh, subject, it says project areas or work subject to this partial certificate that have been completed and are released from this order are, and you specify. Right. Um, so then I'll have to add in here that it's I just say it as you want. 130 DM road map and parcel only released. So that I don't have to have another tick off the clock, right? <laughs> I'd like to make a motion to issue a partial certificate of compliance for 130-DANROAD-PARCEL-75-9-DPFILE-NUMBER-124-235-SECOND-MOTION-OK-SO-MOVED-ALL-RIGHT-AND-THEN-THERE'S-ALSO-124-279-SAME-EVERYTHING-O
If I were making a bet, I would say that it never affected 130 Dan Road and it just kind of got swept in the undertow and ended up on my client's certificate of title. But it is on my client's certificate of title and I need a document that says we're done here. We're okay, done. Well, that's what we're doing. Yes, perfect. Paul? I'd like to make a motion we issue an invalid certificate of compliance for DEP file 124-279, parcel 75-9 only. Second them. All in favor, aye. Opposed, so moved. All right. Thank you. Procedural question. Approximately when will I receive the certificates of compliance so I can record them? Um, we can either mail them to you or you can pick them up and we'll let you know when they're ready. Um, it'll probably be early next week. That's wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up, no business, new business operations budget request. Proposed staying the same except adding 500 for fuel and 2,000 for non-native invasive work. Total increase to 2,500. I thought it was 1,500. I thought was that you? Where are you? <laughs> I thought I said 2,500. What did I write? No, 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 no. Your 500 for fuel I thought was 1,500. Oh, no. It definitely was not 1,500 for fuel because I'm spending no money in that. That I've only spent like $100 so far since May. Yeah. All right. I'm like going two miles here, three miles there. I'm not spending any money, so. I don't have a heavy foot. We'll see how it goes. Is this a motion thing, or we just say yeah? Right. All right. You can just say yeah. John, you support him. He's done that. We support it. Good. Okay. No motion. No motion. Let's go. All right. Eversource letter dated December 5th, 2022. Notice of fence replacement on 109 Turnpike Street. That's just for your information. It's right next to, there's a um, Eversource. Um, it's right on the Stoughton line at York Street. No, it's the other side. It's right behind the um, 125 Turnpike Street Senior Living Center up by the highway. Um, they're replacing a fence. All right. And then the last item, which is, um, I went out to do 117R Pleasant Street, the um, Wardwell three lot subdivision um, perimeter control, erosion control inspection. And they have a bunch of trees where the tree has fallen in the woods, which will. But did anybody hear it? Soon there will yes. be, yes, you know, yes. and so the tree is over where the limit of work is, and then within the 30 foot notice disturb, they asked to be able to pull the log and the, you know, the upturned end of the tree for Love fallen it. trees. So I said, well, I think the commission, because once, and, and then there's like a car part, they will have to disturb the 30 foot. It's not resource area, but it's disturbance. And so it's like a car door and like a quarter of a car in there. And so they said they would go and pull Couple it out. bodies. But it's yeah. like, What's in the car? <laughs> yeah, so um, so I said that I would ask you. Yeah. So um, I love it, I think okay. it's wonderful. So if you could just motion. 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 Approve a temporary. I'd like um, to make a motion to approve a variance for temporary work in the 30-foot no disturbance zone limited to removal of car and tire and up to six felled trees that cross the limit of the work. Once work has been completed, disturbed soil must be stabilized and as necessary seeded with a native seed mix to be approved by the conservation agent. And that's for DEP 1241317. Second the motion. All in favor? Uh, opposed. All right. Um, I have one question. What happened to 800 uh, turnpike? 
Second that oh, motion. Oh, fair. Oh, fair. Uh, so we got this thing on the record. That was pretty good.